Dropping Larry here, filling in for Tabletop Tim and Dean Daniel. I just want to thank the patrons, Scribbles and Carlo. And remember, probably bad is also possibly good. Whatever the hell that means. Hello, and welcome to Polola. Hello, welcome to Polly About Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. I'm Paper. And today's Probably Bad RPG idea is... Your character's concept is based around fighting their inner demons. Specifically, the three tiny balos that live in their lungs. All I picture reading this one is vaping holy water. Yeah, can you get a priest to bless the inside of your lungs? Um, Catholic Church interact. First time a queer person has ever said those words. Hmm. Um, like, because you don't want the, because you don't want the holy water in your. Well, well, that's why I'm thinking about vaping. Yeah, because then it's just you got the. Is like, is a holy vapor still holy? I guess it depends on does <laughs> does the church, whichever church you prefer, define holy water as liquid water which has been blessed or H two O which has been blessed? Because hmm. also this is, I mean, I guess to be fair, this would be a fantasy church, uh, unless this is this could be a modern day setting. That's why you don't see a. Uh, Balors anymore in the modern day, they're all in people's lungs. Fantasy creatures still exist in the modern day, they're just really, really small. This feels like a whole separate probably bad it idea. Is. So we should we should come back to that another time. We'll put them safely back in our lungs for now. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to think of other ways that you could exercise your lungs without just dying. Because I mean you know, if you if you coughed hard enough, I guess you would probably just like flip your lung inside out or something, but that hmm. would be a problem. At this podcast, we recommend you do not flip your lungs inside out. Like, if you got a lung transplant, hmm. that would, would that be okay? Or would they just like hide in your trachea until it was done? Uh, let me just Google something. Uh, Balors. They have intelligence 20, so I think they could figure out to hide in the trachea. Mm -hmm. Also, when it dies, it explodes and uh, does 70 fire damage to everything within 30 feet of it. Okay. Keep an eye out for that. So you're saying we don't want to vape holy water, we want to figure out a way to remove them from the lungs alive. Yeah, like, can you vape a banishment spell? Is there a way to do that without also banishing yourself? Uh... I guess, like, I mean, like, if it, you're on your home dimension, you should be. It. Can you vape? Po- can you vape magic potion? I mean, I feel like theoretically, because there's that opens up options. I'm going to say yes because that's, you know, the the the, the thing I say a lot as a DM. I'm going to say yes because I like it. Yeah, like you could. Yeah, you could easily. Yeah, so if you vape, I mean, like, what you could do. Is vape a potion of charm monster and just ask the balls to leave? 
See, this does raise my same question, though, of if you vapor potion, does it affect everything that it touches or the first thing that it touches? Because the first thing it touches is going to be you. Like, I sort of assume it affects everything it touches because it's now a cloud. So not only will it have no ba uh, less balors. I like how I downgraded that from no to less. I'm hedging my bets regarding <laughs> this plan. Uh, well, some of them might succeed in a saving throw. Uh, they have pretty high saving throws. Not only will it have less to no valors, you'll also be far, far more self-loving, briefly. <laughs> I like that, though. Now I'm distracted by the phrase, eliminates up to 100% of demons. Like more holy water should have that as like a disclaimer. <laughs> Eliminates ninety nine point nine percent of demons. But the the up two has to be in really really tiny text, so you mm. barely even see it. Just show up at a church with this holy water didn't work. Like, did you read the fine print? I am slightly obsessed with vaping potions though, because you could just play, play like the most annoying like bad fighter. It's just like vaping potions of giant strength the whole time. That's Like, because you just have... You wouldn't be consuming the whole potion at once. No, I imagine it would have a lesser effect. But like, yeah, so it would have a lesser effect, but also like, it could affect people around you. Or maybe it would just yeah, make Yeah, everyone is just microdosing from your second-hand vape. <laughs> That's why you've got demons in your lungs. That's the sin you're being punished for. Popcorn lung isn't actually caused by scar tissue, it's just demons mucking about in there. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I like how we've gone from mocking the Catholic Church to, yes, vaping will cause demons. <laughs> well, it's, it's specifically fantasy vaping, you know? Yeah. There hasn't been enough research on regular vaping to see if it causes demons or not. Fascinated by the idea that demons are the fancy equivalent of popcorn lung. <laughs> I, I'm choosing to stand by this, because why not? Um, but anyway, I guess the other question with this, because like, the other way to remove them, I think, would be to shrink some solars and put them in your lungs. What if and... the demons were in one and you ended up with the solars in the other? They're just yelling rude things through your, like, what's between your lungs? Spine. Diaphragm? Diaphragm's correct. Spine is not. Yeah, they're using it like one of those, like, strings between a tin can. I love if you yell loud enough at the bottom of a lung, it travels along the diaphragm and up into the other lung. You're just sort of living your life, but you're continuously, like, monologuing an argument between demons and angels. Uh, you just have to hold up a sign going, sorry, they live in my diaphragm. <laughs> We've I've all been there. Yeah, I've learned to sign specifically the phrase, sorry, I'm not saying this, there's a miniature celestial war occurring in my respiratory system. <laughs> yeah, because I guess the other question is, why are there demons in your life? And one answer is... Some sort of prankster god? I guess, like... Maybe it's what happens when, like, you do a virgin sacrifice to summon demons, but, like, they're not that much of a virgin. Here is my thought process. Okay. In D&D, &D, infections aren't really a thing. No. 
Therefore, germs aren't really a thing. Probably not. But what if there are, however, tiny demons in the water sometimes? And that's why you still need things like purify water. I think this is why medieval... um... I think this is where medieval theology happened. I'm bringing it back like, to I explain like, okay. that you accidentally inhaled some dirty water and it had tiny demons in it. Okay, so here's my here's where I would expand on it. All demons are microscopic. What summoning spells do is just make them big. I love like when, this. When I summon a demon, all I've done is I've taken a demon that's already in the room and make it large. <laughs> Demons are actually responsible for a large amount of people's misfortune. It's just they're too tiny for you to realise that's what's happening. Mm. Is it too late to make this canon in my D&D world? Mm. Did you know that every time you walk, you're killing a thousand demons? That's why they're so mad at us. That's why you have to get 10,000 steps in Mm. to kill 10,000 demons. Boost your XP. Why do I keep leveling up? I say walking through my trash house not knowing that I'm crushing demons. Actually, this does imply that demons just hang around dirty things. Which I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and angels hang around clean things and soap is just made of billions of tiny angels. They smite germs. Every time you wash your hands, you trigger a tiny holy war. What matter sort of t-shirt? We have a merch store. But yeah, uh, so all antiseptic things are just trillions of tiny angels. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fight the, the tiny demons. Um, inside your body, there's like symbiotic demons who help things by like setting your food on fire so you can digest it. But sometimes they get in the wrong place. Uh, your immune system is just a load of very tiny angels. There's like angel guards in the prison that is your body. Mm. Um, yeast is caused by, I'm going to sort of guess like slat or in- inevitables. Yeah, some, something, something neutral it would have to be. Yeah. I'm going to guess inevitables, because they seem like the ones who are most dedicated to, like, making bread and cheese and beer and stuff. That's fair. Yeah. Bread is made by tiny robots. <laughs> I mean, my bread is made by a robot. Sometimes the yeast doesn't go off because you accidentally did something non-law-abiding and the robots refuse to act out of spite. Sorry. I love the description of the yeast as going off. Like the little firework that makes the bread go big. That's how yeast works. You press the little button and then the yeast goes boop and then the bread is big. The inevitables light the tiny touch paper and retreat to a safe distance. That is how robot works. (laughs) Well, now that we've established that, so we answer some questions. Last time on Tales of Morterra. Awesome. 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 We can't like tread upon <laughs> our brain with you. I saw she was going to try and, and surf on the horse. Get, get dead? Yeah. Uh, you want to kill me? I'm a wizard. I've always got plans. Tales of Morterra, a 
Natural Play podcast, available wherever you're listening to this right now. Yeah, I think RPG ideas are more terrifying revelations about reality. The reason quarks are so, like, unpredictable is because they're the tiny slots. They're pure chaotic. <laughs> At its base level, reality is, fa- is like quintillions of tiny frogs dancing. If you wish to imagine the future, imagine the quintillion tiny frogs dancing forever. And on that note, uh, our first question is anonymous. Hi, I need a little help, because I love the idea of role-playing a warlock fairy who dress in a tacky small suit and calls their patron boss. I would like something Shrek-inspired, but I'm not sure about their patron identity. They're a business fairy in the parody of capitalism, ha 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 ha. So I'm I'm trying to work out which of the warlock patrons is the most capitalistic, and the problem I'm having is that like most of them are just out for themselves and gathering as much power as possible. So like mm. all of them, apart from maybe like the angelic one. Yeah, I think you need to like. I think they'd all be different kinds of capitalism. Mm-hmm. So like fiend is like classical capitalism. Like you know they're just yeah you're. We want you to work in a big factory for scraps. Get fucked. Yeah. Um. The Fae are like I'm gonna say like that rainbow capitalism, very bright kind of. Hey, we're all friends here, and look how great and shiny our stores are. Uh, and I great all ones of those weird like tech bro things where you're not entirely sure what's actually being sold. Yeah, I can see that. We're going to revolutionize how you address engagement in the post-investment era, says Kafulu, as you're like, what the fuck? And your brain falls out. Yeah. Undead are those ones that are like, we're all a family here, and that's why we needed to work through all of the holidays and also when you're sick until you basically just drop. Yeah. Uh... And celestials are you, uh, uh, what's the word? Employee, employee owned businesses. Oh, okay, yeah. Like a cooperative. Yeah. Um, so what I think you should do to get back to the question is have five warlock fairies, each working for like a different patron who has a different company. And they fight over sales. So we, so you you're adding in a specific campaign as well, where everyone is yeah. just like trying to get their company on top of the adventuring. Yeah. So you're all business? warlock fairies in tacky small suits, um, and all of you are going to go to the to the great red dragon and tell them about their car insurance. Okay. See, I was imagining it as like. We're in the heroing sector, which is like the charity sector, but oh, also altruistic. But no, I like I like the idea that because your patron is capitalism, you have to go around selling random stuff to all yeah. of the bad guys instead of defeating them. Yeah, you're going into the dungeon to track down all the monsters and convince them to accept your mobile plan over the enemies. It's really hard because mobile phones don't exist in the setting. Well, it's the mobile plan is more of just a plan to like move your stuff around. Like you're just showing up and selling a moving company to dragons. 
I'm fascinated by the idea of a celestial warlock doing this, though. Like, theo-capitalism is something mm. that it is. I don't think I've ever really seen explored, but I think it's a really interesting concept. You're giving, like, the gods of good, like, mega mole. Like, you know those mega mole mega churches in America? Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to implement those. Like, your angel has gone, I think what the force of good are lacking is a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we want you to go to the most holy place in our setting and put a Dunkin' Donuts there. It has to be a Dunkin' Donuts, specifically. Look, offering rewards in the next life is clearly not working. Look at all of the evil that you're fighting yeah. on a daily basis. Do a good deed and I will give you this donut. I just like this really desperate angel. If you'd stop killing each other for five minutes, I will buy you takeout. Okay, please. I love it. It's like the marshmallow test. <laughs> but but to determine the fate of your soul. Yeah. A delicious marshmallowy soul. Yeah, I like I was going with the um angel being like the best attempt at good capitalism, but no, they're still capitalistic, they're just, like, putting Bible quotes on everything. This has it, been... What the angel is, is the angel is that company that wanted us to promote them, that was like, oh yeah, we've got this... We've got this really, like, sustainable product, and we're a really ethical company, and then it turned out that they had proselytizing on all of their packaging. Mm. That is the angel capitalism. Yeah, we we brief we nearly became uh, angel patron warlocks. Uh, so I guess use us um, as your warlock fairy. Yeah. Alternate universe where we accepted that and now can shoot eldritch blast. <laughs> the eldritch blast say Jesus. Is it like that's the the noise it makes? Yeah. The reason that it says pew pew is because it wants you to go sit in church. <laughs> pew pew Eucharist. <laughs> pew pew Eucharist is going to be stuck in my head for a while. Just as a phrase. Uh, in the hope of getting it out of your head, our second question is also anonymous. I'm making a drow necromancer DMPC in my Out of the Abyss campaign. I feel like making the DMPC is a detestable position decision, but I'll do my best to make it less of one. Any suggestions for personality traits just quirks I should give her? Better than the PCs at everything. Compulsive liar. Intense fear of spiders and abysses. <laughs> I just really like the idea of a DMPC who's there to just make everything harder for the, for the yeah. player characters. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's too much, like, Guy turns up and helps you with a puzzle yeah. or steers you back towards the plot. I want a guy that just shows up and leads you directly into danger and then fucks off. Yeah. Actively, yeah. Compulsive liar and bad at everything. The perfect think, combination. Yeah. Like me. This um, is what peak performance looks like. <laughs> You might not like it, but this is what peak drow body looks like, I say, as I steal all your stuff and fall down a hole. <laughs> I think they should have a, like animated skull that just makes like snarky commentary. Uh, 
mostly because it will either make them a much more like appreciated member of the group, or because the players will beat the shit out of them, and then you won't need to play them anymore. It's genuinely helpful, but only spe- but only because they want to make the players stronger, so they can then be a more valuable sacrifice to Lolf. It's genuinely helpful, but only on prime number days, and you need to keep track of things. Like... Is genuinely you... trying to help, but thinks the party's goal is something completely different. <laughs> like, I, I do like it, like, it's like, they're doing the, is genuinely trying to be helpful so that you'll be a better sacrifice for Lolof. But they're not doing it secretly, they are unaware that this is not what the party wants, and they're just very open about how you're, you're doing so great at becoming a sacrifice to the Spider Queen. And you explain to them, no, we don't want to do that. Because I feel like there are many parties who would assume that that was a joke. Mm. Right up to the point where they are caught in a giant spider web. I do, I do like is genuinely helpful towards an objective the party doesn't have. They're really good at setting up your cake store, no matter how much you insist that, that's, that they don't need to set up a cake store. Don't worry, guys, I've put out some word-of-mouth advertising. But but we're in a dungeon a thousand miles below ground. How does this help us? There is a werewolf eating me as we speak. They have been leaving a trail of breadcrumbs through the abyss the whole way. It has led every monster in a five-mile radius directly to the party. Keeps adopting monsters going, wow, this thing's cute, and insisting on taking... I think what we're doing here is making your DMPC far less fun to be around. The lolf thing works, though. I, I stand by the lolf thing. Mm. Keeps animating corpses nearby. And you've just got a trail of zombies following you around. Not on purpose, it's just an aura. Yeah, like, yeah, sorry. Um, it happens sometimes when, you know, it happens sometimes. It's normal. Lots of people prematurely animate. <laughs> right. That's that's the point to end the episode, I think. They're just really insecure about it. <laughs> do you have anyway on that? Do you have a question you note. want answering as competently as that? You can message us <laughs> um, at probablybadpodcast at gmail dot com or probablybadrpgideas on Tumblr. You try and find us on x dot com. Best of luck to you. Yeah, I don't think we've been deleted yet, but neither of us can actually do anything on it. Um, but if you want to support us, become our Warlock patron. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash ideas and give us the power of having money in exchange for offerings of homebrew and bonus episodes and short RPGs and hanging out in a Discord server with our other... Warlock patrons with multi-class within the one class. Mm. <laughs> so thank you for listening and remember, remember to, to have, have a probably, probably bad, bad day. day.